episode 48, Play More Games. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And Emily. And welcome back to the Games We Play podcast, a podcast about board games, sometimes not really about tabletop (laughs) RPGs and miniatures, but mainly about the games we play. And I'm your host, Brian, and with me this week is... I'm Emily. And this is episode 48. 48. And quarantine still continues. (laughs) The quarantine continues. Oh, boy. Um, So, yeah, just... uh, um, just another different episode, I guess. Just something yeah. short and sweet again. Just throwing this together. Hopefully you guys don't mind. Um, if the statistics show us, uh, not a lot of you are listening. It but. doesn't really matter. So we're just going to have fun and be we're weird with it. We're just here talking about the games we've been playing. We've been playing a lot of games. We have been. Now, unlike last week, we didn't get a lot of games in comparatively to this last week. Yeah, I wonder what, what was the... T- the difference clank clank oh yes we finished clank legacy <laughs> that was clank it was just clank all clank every day it's true i mean it was a lot of time playing but you know clank 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 um so we got a lot of games in we tried some new games so before we go into talk about the games and some of our views and i kind of want to hit touch back on quacks at quinlanburg Ooh, yeah. too um but uh how's your gaming goals going for the year yes i am up to 102 games and 35 of those are unique. 102? 102. Nice. Yes. I, I'm i happy to be across that 100 threshold. Very nice. You, yeah. you did it. Didn't you want to do it in a week? Isn't that what you said last week? Yes, yes, it was. Okay, we did I did it. <laughs> Surprise. Um, I made my goal. Hashtag goals. <laughs> and Hashtag I'm, winning. I'm up to 135 plays now and 122. Oh, sorry, that's 122 left because I can do math. Um, and uh, no, that's not how the math works. <laughs> well, Let me redo that again. That's 100, 135 games played and 41 are unique. Oh, that's pretty so we, good. We, we got some new games in. So let's roll that into our what we've been playing. So we've played quite a few games. Uh, shout out to the Delt Hand. Yeah. We, uh, they started doing renting. You know, they had to do the social distancing. A lot of the restaurants, mm-hmm. well, all of them are closed. And so that's their normal place that they go into and bring their, their board games and their pop-up. Well, and you can't really game. social distance while playing board games with other people. True. Especially the people you don't know. Very true. Very true. So they kind of changed their model a little bit right now. And so they're renting games out. And so we actually rented a few games. And so last weekend, we, that'd be two weekends ago when this comes out, um, we rented the Isle of Cats and Azul Summer Pavilion. So Isle of Cats is a newer game that came out. And we were joking around. I think you go back almost all the way last year to, I think our origins or Gen Con episode when we were joking around about Isle of Cats. You were? On the podcast. Yeah, we had a whole segment okay. where we talked about it. Anyway, so, I mean, it's fairly popular. And so we finally got to the board. So, Emily, what what did you think about this game? We we finally got this out. I was excited to play this game. I feel like it has a great table presence. Like the art on it's really fun. The cats are really cool looking. You have a boat that you're placing them on. The shapes are all different sizes. It's Tetris looking, mm-hmm. which I really was like, super excited about. And I actually really liked it. 
Did you? It wasn't my favorite game, but I like, I love Tetris. So I like that aspect of putting in the pieces, like finding out where they're going to fit. And then you can get some extra treasures to go alongside your cats to make sure that you get all of your squares covered, which I like that. (laughs) (laughs) You get to see her face. She's like, yes. Fill in all the blocks. (laughs) It's true. Like when she played, her, her... She only got maybe three-fourths of the board from left to right filled in on her boat, and the whole right side was completely open. Everything to the left was completely full. Every space was full. And then here I am. I spanned across the whole boat, and there's just holes everywhere. But yes, Emily, who won the game? You did. Yeah, I did. Okay, but I did go back and try to play it solo, which I got through half of a game because our son interrupted, and then I never went back to it. Anyway... In that solo version of it, I did try spreading out the cats, and I was definitely going to make more points that way. Yeah, there's no real incentive uh, other than filling the rooms in. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's it's but like you don't minus have, five points. You don't have enough time. No, you don't. To fill every space. And you're going to get most of your points off those bonuses and those families, and so it's in your incentive to try to get... Uh, families or all the there's different colors of the cats um, put together and it doesn't really necessarily mean matter if it all fills in as long as they all touch and you get groups of them as long as you hit your special bonus cards they call what they call lessons Mm -hmm. Um, I mean that's where it is but um, overall I you know I thought it was gonna be I don't know I think I expected more of this game you're the cat person so (laughs) I figured you would love it (laughs) But for me, again, when it comes to theme stuff, unless it's some IP I really am interested in, like Star Wars, right? You know, if there's a Star Wars game, I'm going to, like, put myself in that game or... Battlestar Galactic. I'm Galactic. I'm really into that theme. And so, yeah, when I play those games, that that pulls me in. But outside of games like that, I don't necessarily, theme doesn't necessarily do it for me. You've never wanted to rescue a bunch of cats off of an island into a ship? No, no, I can't. I can't hmm. honestly say that's uh, been a. I'm a, life a little dream bit disappointed mine. in you <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's somebody's. I guess. Um, um, why not just go fight the evil dude that's going to the island instead of just trying to shove cats? Yeah, why aren't anyway. we pirates? Yeah, I know. I, I don't... Just saving the cats so they can stay on their island. Yeah. Like, why are we taking them away from their right. home? Right. Just fight off the bad guys. Yeah. It is kind of goofy, though, because the <laughs> the phase when you get the cats in, you have to have baskets <laughs> and fish. And so you're basically, like, luring the cats into baskets and trapping them. Anyway, it's kind of it's funny. But overall, the, the game really didn't do anything necessarily special or unique. Um, I guess I was expecting a little more from it. It was just some kind of tile placement game with bonuses. Yeah. There was nothing really new or extravagant and if anything it had a lot of phases and then there's a lot of like detailed steps within each phase mm-hmm. that kind of bogged down the flow of the game i felt yeah. like uh, constantly you're having to flip and like okay did we remember to do i felt like it phase? was wordy or nitpickier i it it's it just you you have like six phases but within each phases there's multiple steps and so instead of going to 12 steps or phases they decided to lump them all together but then give you no details or like a cheat sheet random title on it like on the right, face. Right. What? I don't even remember what. Well, they like were. one was like go fishing. Well, you go fishing yeah. is a phase. Well, all it is is you're collecting fish. You get fish. You get 20 which fish. Which is technically like your money. 
Yeah, you just always get 20 fish every yeah. round. They're, that's it. That's a phase. But then one of the other phases includes drafting Three different steps. <laughs> and putting lessons out. And like it's just There's all these different steps to one of the other phases. It's just it's weird. It just didn't flow very well. The yeah. gameplay wasn't bad. Um, it was okay. It, w- mm-hmm. it was okay. I think it was way too hyped up. And I don't think it's as good as everybody's making out to be. The art is really good. Yeah, no, it's a decent game. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just not... And I just Fantastic. really enjoy tile placement lane. Sure. I just, I'm glad I didn't back it on Kickstarter for 80 bucks kind of thing. Yeah, you know? it's not worth $80. No, no. Um, but there's a lot of stuff in the box, a lot of components and tiles yeah. and stuff, but yeah, whatever. But uh, we did play Isle of Cats. Um, however, we did play Azul Summer Pavilion. So yes. that's the third entry into the Azul games. And I'm going to tell you, this is by far my favorite this Azul. This needs to go to the top of your list, of the buy list. Oh, this is... I think Summer Pavilion might be on one of those you-must-own games. Yes. Especially if you like Azul. Yeah. No, it's great for gamers. It's great for family. It's great for Gateway. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's why Azul was really popular, because it looked good, had a good table presence. But, honestly, this third one plays way, 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 way better. Also... If you like to quilt, this would be a good game for you. If you like to quilt and game. I know that you don't care about that, but there are these like symbols on them that look like quilting. Cool. And like how you put the pieces together. It's literally a quilt block. <laughs> cool. Good story. Um, so um, <laughs> where my sewers out there. That's what patchwork's for. <laughs> this is way better than patchwork. No, I agree. Um, Again, which I like, which is also a tile lane game. Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> um, uh, so you might be asking, what makes this better than the other ones? Well, a couple things. I think Azul really. Um, I think what really hurt it is is the scoring mechanism was mm-hmm. really complicated and weird, like yeah. overly complicated. I know we've hit on this before and talked about it on the podcast with Chris and I and stuff. It's like overly complicated. It's really hard to teach mm-hmm. the scoring mechanism. Yeah. And then how you put the tiles down to the bottom and you line those up and try to teach somebody how you put those over. It's confusing. I've taught Azul quite a few times to quite... Many, many people. Many people. Dip, from gamers to... What? You just sounded like Trump just now. I've taught many people. It's the best. It's the, the best. Best at teaching. I've taught so many people you don't even know. The best I, people. The best people. The, the best of the people. Best. <laughs> I've, I've taught the best of people. Uh, fantastic. Incredible people. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, no, I've taught this game, and everybody kind of struggled with the same thing. And even when I was reading through it the first time, I remember it being uh, like, "What? I don't, I don't get this." Mm-hmm. Now, this game, the scoring is really easy. You, mm-hmm. you, you place your your, uh, I think they're diamonds, right? Diamond shape yes. on your board. Diamonds, and you, there's different star clusters, right? There's like what seven star clusters, and so all the diamonds go together in one star cluster. And how you score is when you place it, you place one point for that tile, and then any adjacent tiles going around. So if there's three in a row, you get three points. Four in a row, four points up to six because each star cluster is can be up to six. It's that easy for scoring, and you scored immediately. That makes sense. Yes. On on the board with these star cl- clusters, each cluster has a number one through six, right? And so to be able to place a diamond, whatever you want to call them, onto your board, you have to have as many as that number you want to place. So if you want to place on the sixth spot, you have to have six of them. You place one on it and then put the other five in the, the tower or two or mm-hmm. however you want to do it. Um. 
super easy. That's a lot easier to teach. Um, additionally, uh, the, there's the same drafting, which I really like the drafting. It's the same mm-hmm. as all the Azul games. You know, you pick one from the display or all of one color and then everything goes in the middle. Um, it's a little less... Uh, they changed a little bit with the first player. So the first person that takes a tile from the beginning middle takes a tile from the middle, gets the first player icon, just like the other games. However, you get a minus points for how many tiles you took from the center with that. Instead of having that row with like broken tiles or whatever. Correct. Yeah. So it's a little more streamlined in that regard. And uh, they also added wilds every round, which is what I really, really like. This this fix mm-hmm. is one of the main problems with the first two Azul games that I thought the second one was actually a lot of people did not like the second one, but I thought the second one was better in this regards that it, it kind of took a little more of the randomness out mm-hmm. where the first game is, hey, if you need black tiles, well, no black tiles came out. So what are you supposed to do? Right. In this game, hey, no blue tiles come out. But guess what? Every round there's a new wild mm-hmm. tile and you can see which wilds are coming out. It's on the board. And so you can use those wild tiles in conjunction with one of the other colors. So you could take a, if you had one blue tile, you could take one blue tile plus three bone wild tiles. And guess what? You have four blue tiles. Mm-hmm. And so that took a lot of the randomness of which colors are happen to be coming out, added a lot more strategy to it. And I also like that you got to, we, we went and we drafted all the tiles until all of them were gone. And then we took turns placing, placing. tiles. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to place them and put them yeah. down and commit as you're taking them. Yeah. You can wait to see what you get and then take them. And then the last thing that makes it even better is you can hold over up to four tiles from round to round. Right. I which do is like so that. fantastic. You, and you know what's going to be wild next Exactly. Round. There's so many times. You can plan ahead. There were so many times. Oh, yeah. Emily didn't pick up on the first game. She saw me doing it, and on the second game, she started doing it. But the first game, I started with like, well, the next round's three blue tiles. Yeah. Well, I don't want to place these three. I'm going to put the three blue. And then next round, I have like eight wild tiles. Or also, to place in one of the diamonds on one of your stars, you have to have six of the tiles. And so to get six tiles That's to really lay hard. down, it's really hard. So it's nice to kind of stockpile them for the next turn. Supple next round supplement them with the wilds Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah so i think all those things like put together make it really good but then what makes it like takes it up a notch what makes it really fun and at like it really bear with me tickles that strategy (laughs) i don't know like it's that you know when you're playing twice your engine building (laughs) No, not really. I saw that twinkle in your eye. <laughs> no, you know, but a little bit. You know when you're playing twice as clever or Gonshan clever. Oh role, yes, right? yes. Where you can get those combos. So if those yes. you don't know, it's a the roll combo game. twinkle in your eye. <laughs> so when you finish a certain area in those games, you can get a combo, which gives you a free mark in another area, which can then can you know you can combo mm-hmm. those. Well, in this game, it, it has something small. It's not that as like fleshed out but there's certain areas that on your board if you surround four or two diamonds Mm -hmm. around that symbol on your board i believe it's a diamond shape yeah they are well not the one for the five or six but no i think it's still it's a square because it's between two diamonds. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, it, it doesn't matter, Emily. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. I know. The bonus symbols, when you surround them, you get the bonus when you place the tile. And what the bonus does is, depending on which one you did, because one's easier than the other, which and then is harder anyway. Right. So depending, you can get one, two, or three bonus tiles. But when you place it, on the scoreboard, there's eight 
random tiles sitting there, maybe nine, and depending which symbol you surrounded, you get those bonus tiles, and you can take those from the board. Mm-hmm. So there were some times where I'm like, man, if I can just get one more red, like, man, I could get a lot of points this turn, but right. red haven't come out. Oh, there's red over here. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if I go over here and place this, place this, I get these points right. and I surround it and then I get my red tile. And then I just had a really good round. Mm-hmm. And then in some cases, oh, I really need a blue, but blue's not up on the bonuses. I didn't get any from the draft. Well, I'm going to go over here and start placing these, but not complete my bonus yet. Emily completed bonus. She takes it. New ones come out. Mm-hmm. There's my blue. Right. It, it, or a wild comes out and then I can grab another wild or something. Mm-hmm. But I think with that extra bonus combined with the... I think more streamlined drafting and point. It's it's a no brainer. This is the best as well. Mm-hmm. Really, really fun. I really, really like this game. Yeah, it's really good. I I feel like with each game that comes out, they fix a little bit more of the problems with the first game. Yeah, I think the second one is such a big der- derivative of the first one is because they were trying to fix some of those things, mm-hmm. and it felt a lot not like Azul, but right. it did fix some of the issues, but it just didn't feel like that first Azul. Uh, either but way... But this one definitely does. Oh, absolutely. It feels like Azul, but better. And then we got to play it... Uh, we played it again um, over the weekend. We this played last it weekend. three times. The last yep. time, though, we fl- or two times, we flipped to the other side. So there's one mm-hmm. side where um, all the s- six star clusters around the outside are colored. So you can only put blue in the blue star crust mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And then the middle is a multicolor, meaning that you can one only have one color of each in the star cr- cr- uh, cluster. It doesn't matter which number that you put blue on, for example, as long as blue- one blue is in one of those numbers. Well, on the back side, it's free format. Where all the star clusters you get to pick, it either is one color or multicolor, and you could just decide as you're placing it. But as until you put them on there, it's open until you you commit it, right? Right. It. And at the end of the game, there is bonuses. So if if you if you complete a whole star cluster of purple, let's say you get twenty extra bonus points, which is a lot mm-hmm. of points. And so there's some incentive to go the color, but the multicolor only gives you like 12 bonus if you complete it. And there's bonuses for placing on all the ones, all the twos, all the threes on across all of them. And so there's a lot of bonus scoring at the end. And so there's some incentive maybe not to go the easy route, but I like that so much better. It doesn't, it doesn't hamper you in. Mm-hmm. You can just kind of do whatever comes out. Right. And uh, we scored so, 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 so many more points right. that way. Because sometimes the colors just don't come out the way that it should. I feel like when we played it on the uh, the normal side, uh, I felt trapped, mm-hmm. which was some of the same issues that Azul not wasn't as bad because of the wilds. But even with the wilds, there's a few yeah. times at the end, it's like, ah. But on the other side, because holy cow, I just felt like the world's your oyster. It was almost like too mm-hmm. many options. Yeah. I liked the back side best. For sure. But anyway, a lot of fun. It was fun. I really highly recommend enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. If you it. don't have the original Azul, I just say just buy Summer Pavilion. And if you have the original Azul, it get could Summer replace Pavilion. it. It yeah. could replace it. Like I think, I think if we buy Summer Pavilion, I'll I'll sell off Azul. I don't yeah. think I I don't need both. There would be no. I've never played. No I would never, time yeah. that I would pull it out. I would never play the first one. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Ch- definitely check it out. Played great at two players. And if you live in Central Iowa. The Use the dealt hand, especially right now when you're quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> They'll deliver, too. Yes. Um, also, just to hit on a couple other things, we did our first virtual uh, gameplay with some friends. Uh, shout out to our number yes. one fan, Andy, and his wife. We did a Zoom meeting. We played Twice as Clever a couple times. Yeah. Um, 
it worked out fairly well, actually. It was. It, it was. was a, it was a little clunky at first, trying to get used to looking and figuring out how to do it. But mm-hmm. once we got going, it felt like we were just having a normal conversation, like we were still in the same room. It was a lot of fun. It was really fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was good. It was nice to play games with some other people. Yeah, it was. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> not, 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 not that I don't enjoy playing games with you. It's just nice to have some social interaction. <laughs> <laughs> True. With other people. And then, uh, and then we played a lot of the crew. Yeah, a lot of the crew. That's the cooperative uh, Trick trick-taking taking. game, mm-hmm. and uh, it it plays three to five players. But there's a two-player variant, mm-hmm. which you there's a Jarvis and AI where you put out cards out in the open, and the commander gets to control Jarvis and play from their hand and everything. But anyway, it's an interesting game. Um, basically, there's 50 missions, and every mission there's a, a, a different parameter set. But there's a mission deck which has a copy of every card in the deck, other than Trump. And so some missions might say, hey, put three missions out, or task, I think was what they're called. And each person gets a task, or can get a task, depending on how many there are, and the goal is to take a trick, and that card that is your uh, mission or your task has to be in that trick that you take. Mm-hmm. So if I have a... N- or not. Some of them. Right. Well, th- I'm, I'm saying, yeah. I mean, in general, that's yes. the majority of the missions is, hey, take these tasks. And and some of them get it harder as in take them in specific order. And mm-hmm. again, it's all random. Like, And to- they have to be divided out between the people that are playing. Right. Right. Thank you. Thanks for clarifying this. Um, that's not, what I'm here for. I mean, not to get way into the weeds here in detail. <laughs> I was just trying to hide generalities. <laughs> There are some where it says, hey, somebody not take a trick, or there'll be some... I mean, there it's all over the place. There's some yes. that said, hey, you you can't take a trick with the highest number in each suit, or hey, you have to take a trick with each of the Trump. Whatever. Um, <laughs> not to get too much into detail. Um, but it, no, it's, it's a fun game, though. Um, it's very puzzly. Like, I didn't know mm-hmm. how a trick cooperative trick-taking game would go, but... With two players. <laughs> But, oh man, but even playing, I played four player on Tabletop Simulator. And, uh, wow, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Uh, If you love trick taking games, this game's for you. Because, you know, in trick taking games, even with partners, it's all about like the cues. Mind games. And giving information, but subtly without table talking and Mm -hmm. that kind of, that kind of give and take and having to pick up and read. Hey, well, Corey played a yellow when green was led. What does that tell me? And picking up on those cues, the know then how to manipulate based on your hand and what you think other people have to get each person to get their task. Oh, my word. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. I I think that's you boil down trick taking. Mm -hmm. I think that's what people really love about trick taking is that that puzzly working with your neighbor, teammate. Especially, I I think. A lot of couples play trick-taking games with other couples. I think that's what's fun about it, you know, because obviously you know your partner really well, so you know what they're going to do right? <laughs> most of the time. Right. And and I think a lot of those trick-taking really boils down to the essence of that. That's what makes tr- trick-taking games so much fun, mm-hmm. is when you pull off that shoot in the moon or... Mm-hmm. Or, or nil. Or going nil or whatever mm-hmm. and... and and accomplishing that, and it feels so good. It, that's that this oh, every round. My favorite. I love it so much. <laughs> but it varies it up. It isn't always like, well, you have to get this, and you have to get this, you have to get this. It changes up where you have to get in certain orders, mm-hmm. or you know, the nines or the trumps. Anyway, it's it's super interesting. It's a lot of fun. Um, highly recommend it, and especially in the beginning, the 
the rounds are super fast, which, yeah, yeah, which is nice. That is really nice because if you fail or pat or or are successful, you can do it on your first hand or two or trick or two. You're done. Shuffle them back up. Next game, mm-hmm. next mission. Some can go longer, but um, even then, a round goes ten minutes, maybe at most, right? Um, oh yeah, and it's a twelve dollar game. It's it's yeah. so good. It's nice. We've just been playing at the kitchen table here and there. Yeah, it's easy to pick up a game, put it away. Mm-hmm. It's it's super easy. So highly recommend it. That's called The Crew, The Quest for Planet Nine. So a lot of fun. And I do like the art on the cards. Yeah, it's all space themes. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The colors are nice. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty aesthetic, uh, aesthetically pleasing, I would say. Mm-hmm. We did sleeve our cards. Yeah, after a few games. I, I'm not a big sleever, as everybody knows. But <laughs> after a few games, I'm like... You could have a two-minute game, and now you have to reshuffle. Or yeah. you could lose on the first hand. Well, we haven't had that. But, but you could lose on the first hand, then you have to shuffle them all up again. Mm-hmm. These cards are going to take a beating, and so I, I did sleeve them. But it's only 40 cards or something, so yeah, it's not bad. So check that out, the crew. The quest for Plant 9. It's all the rage right now. Um, Something else. Uh, that's basically all the games we played, right? Oh, Quacks of Quinlinburg. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's talk about Quacks of Quillenberg. So we did you guys do a, a game review of Quacks of Quillenberg? We did previously. We did, we did. Um, yeah, I kind of want to revisit. I don't, I, I don't know. I go back and forth on this game. I know because there there'll be games that I play that I really like it, enjoy it, and then there's games I just absolutely hate the game. And you want to throw your chits across the yes the table. I just want to flip the freaking table. <laughs> There hasn't there uh, the games don't get me going. Even you were getting even you were getting it's worked up. It's just so frustrating. It is so when freaking you frustrating. Bust or explode? Is it called your explode potion explodes? Your, when your potion explodes, it's so annoying. When you have what are those white? What are they supposed the to be? Cherry Cotton? blossoms? No cherry oh. blossoms. When those cherry blossoms come out, <laughs> or I don't know what they call them. My question is, how is a cherry blossom making the potion explode? No, they're not called cherry blossom. They're called something has bomb in the name. It's something they're trying to be clever. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. It doesn't really matter. It, it does matter to I think, me. I think they're called like cherry bombs or something. <laughs> anyway, it's neither here or there. But when you when you have sixteen tokens in your bag and one of them will make you bust and you pull it out, it's like, come on. Like really? Well, of course you're gonna pull that one. A out. six, a one out of sixteen percent chance. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. That that's that that's when the game gets frustrating. You just want to flip table, especially when you have this sweet combo you've been working towards. Yes, and, and you're getting all these cool like mechanics. It, there was a time. Yeah, I had this one where if you get seven of those cherry blossoms, perfect. Mm-hmm. Then you get to add up all the green values and multiply them by two, and your last one gets to move that last basis. I had 10 value of the green shore, and that means I could have moved my last piece 20 spaces, which is a lot for this game. 20 mm-hmm. spaces basically would have yeah. maxed me out. And this was like turn three or four, mm-hmm. around three or four of nine, which yeah. is huge. And I'm like, okay, I just need to draw one. I have three white ones and one two, <laughs> and then a bunch of freaking pumpkins. What do I draw? I draw the freaking tree too. Oh my word! I was so pissed. <laughs> this game. All I have to say, though, just revisiting it here. That's the worst when you get your engine going and then you can't use it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we tried the other ingredient sets. So the base game, there's a, a suggested ingredient set mm-hmm. uh, on on the boards. There's different versions of each of the tokens, like the red, the green, and what is that? Um, there's four different variations. the The base game tells you to use set one. I've never played set two, three, or four. We did play set two and three, mm-hmm. 
And I have to say, set three, I did kind of enjoy, but this was the one that also made my blood pressure go up. Because they had that green, which the green suck in all the other ones. Having the green be their last or second, uh, it's, never mind, it's neither there. There, not to get in the weeds here. All I'll just say is the base setup is not definitely not the best way to play no. it. And the variation on the back of the board that allows you to give some other variation yes, to move. I like that up a lot. Also adds to it. Also way better than base game. Yes. So I don't know. Still a mixed bag. Better. We found better ways to play it with mm-hmm. the variations, but then also more frustrating. I still hear that the the herb witches expansions way better. Which is brew. Which is brew, whatever, is way better um, because it kind of takes some of that randomness. So I don't know. I'm excited to try the f- the fourth variant. Yeah, me too. Uh, they look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we got that. We played that as well. So quite a few games. Yeah, um, and we still have a stack from the Delt Hand to play. We do. Arboretum. Yeah, have a Raiders yet? of the North Sea. I'm really excited about that one. And Reef. Yep. So we're gonna be all playing those in the next week. Yeah, we'll be putting some pictures on the gram. In the face. We'll look for it. <laughs> not the Twitter, though. No, not Twitter. <laughs> With all the twits. Um, so, uh, one last thing here. So, we started getting a tabletop simulator. S- tabletop simulator. So, Corey and I have had this for quite some time. And I think it was five years ago, maybe. I, I It was the last time I'd used it. And, and Corey and I had played some games like Summoner Wars and stuff. And it was still, I think it was in its alpha. I don't even think it was a full release yet. Um and it worked pretty well. There's some clunkiness and freezing. Anyway, it's I haven't played it since. And then I know I think Corey's getting a little stir crazy and, and wanting to play some games with the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we tried playing Tabletop Simulator. Um, but we, he was trying to set up some stuff where maybe we can play at lunch with some of the guys. So you know we're working from home. You know, hey, it's lunchtime. Let's mm-hmm. log into Tabletop Simulator but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, during our lunch and let's play a game or something. And so um, he, we've been we were testing it out just to see how it goes. We we actually played the crew digitally. Uh, Corey and I oh, played yeah. a couple of two players that taught him the game, and then we played a four player uh, an, the other night uh, with some other guys, and uh, both times it worked out really well. And so um, we're we're setting up a Battlestar Galactica game this next week. We're Exciting. Ta- we're talking about some other games. I guess cartographers. He said works really well on it. Oh, so yeah. There's a bunch of other games we're looking forward to um, to playing on there. So we're going to be sending it up. So I actually want to set up a Steam group. So if anybody's listening here, and then I'll post it on Instagram and, uh, you know, Facebook. And uh, it'd be kind of fun to have like a little group. So yeah. if you want to, if you do have Tabletop Simulator, I suggest you get it because it's $9.99 on sale right now. And uh, even on your laptop that's not a gaming laptop, runs smooth yeah, no problems fine. just be a place to be able to post or join up with other people and just mm-hmm. play some games yeah so i'll i'll have that group uh set up and then i'll try to put it in the notes or put it on the face group face face group <laughs> the facebook face or the facegram whatever um i think i'll have to create a steam group and stuff so i'm not sure how hard or easy that is but that's what i want to do so that'd become something fun because it looks like we have a few more weeks of uh self-quarantine so <laughs> just a few um, really cool though is with VR, I can play tabletop simulator VR with other people non VR. All of your wildest dreams have come true. <laughs> I, I guess the other non tabletop uh, simulator players uh, in the room see my headset and my my hands um, while they're playing. And anyway, it's I've had a lot of fun with it. Because I can just move around the room and they're just seeing me look around. I'm like, hot anyway. But I can manipulate objects a lot better because when you're playing on the PC, you can like pick up objects. But I'm in there with mine and I'm like stacking the cards trying to make a card tower. Because why not? <laughs> you're in VR, you know. Anyway, a lot of fun. Um, so 
so check that out, Tabletop Simulator. Um, great way to connect up with people. And yes. I think there's they're <laughs> they're talking about how many thousands and tens of thousands of people are playing Tabletop Simulator right now. Oh, it's kind of ridiculous. Sure. Um, and, and also not to scare you off, there's a lot of workshop uh, games. So things that people have created, workshops that you can download and play the game. So it has the artwork, rules, tokens. They kind of set up the configuration for you, and those are all free. And there is some paid DLC, so you can get official made by the publisher games that are 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 done really well. But those you do have to play with. Uh, one person can have the DLC, and then everybody else can play the game. Uh, but there's plenty of free stuff on there that you can play. Um, that people have created and converted. And in some cases, I was looking, some people are making custom campaign or scenario games. So they were taking like Battlestar Galactica and they had a whole script thing. So you played oh, against cool. the computer and it was all scripted out and you, it, it, it was like a special campaign that you play through. So that was just... Battlestar Galacta I was searching. I was I was looking through all the there's even D D campaigns and you name the game, people have created custom campaigns that you can play through in scenarios. That's really cool. That's cool. Yeah, so anyway, check it out. I um, thought wing, wingspan looked really cool on it. That was one of the paid ones. Pretty much all if the If you story. have the the game, can you play it for free? Nope. You have to buy the, oh, the okay. DLC on there. Okay. So anyway, just want to throw that out there. So uh, that's a lot of the games we've been playing, I guess. Yeah. Roll credits. Yeah. We should do like a three-second love-hate. Just so you have to say it super fast. What are you loving this week? I have nothing. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, so, my my hate here. Um, what? <laughs> we can't just skip loves. Well, the hate came to mind a lot quicker. Okay, we'll do hate first, and then we'll do the love. So, I don't know if how everybody's been um, faring with everybody in close uh, proximity. And, uh, you know, just oh gosh, a lot of times going. <laughs> so I have a weird thing where. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this always starts out really well. Uh, if past has told us anything um, where. Um, Emily's chewing and eating and drinking. I, I think there's some kind of phobia. I got to look it up. But, oh, my word. It's like. It's nails on the chalkboard for me, and it's, I think it's only gotten worse because we're all in the same house. But Emily's over here, and we're eating. It's like I'm like, what are you eating? <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> well, I don't really eat ice cream very often because I don't like it. But how do you make chewing crunchy noise with? Ice cream? <laughs> I half joke, Emily, but seriously. <laughs> So while we're getting ready for the this podcast, this is not new information for me. So don't worry. This is not the first time I'm hearing this. So as we're as we're setting up the podcast, <laughs> Emily's not even from the mic, right? I'm still getting stuff set up on the digital recorder. She's off to the side, like over here, drinking. It's like <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. Like I can't even replicate the noise. People like. I, I should record it just so you can hear my suffering and pain that I oh deal with. Oh my goodness. Anyway, no, that's, thank that's you. my hate. Love no you, babe. No one wants to hear that. I love you, babe. All right, your turn. Oh. <laughs> my hate. Can you follow that? Maybe I should make you go first. Workers at a certain pharmacy. <laughs> 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 there was Walgreens. A, there was a specific medicine that we really needed, and I call. First thing in the morning, Friday literally, morning. first thing in the morning on Friday morning, like 8 a.m., and say, hey, I need to refill this prescription. And the lady goes, 
uh, let me see. Click. And it's it's one of those that you can't, like, it just does it automatically refill Yeah, so you have to law. call every single it's so month. annoying. And this is the pain in my side. I hate it so much. It's so annoying, but I am extremely thankful for it. I'm extremely Especially thankful that we weekend. can get it. Extremely thankful. But the lady's like, click, 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 typing on her keyboard. Oh, yes, we can get that for you. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm like, okay. All right. So, like how it normally, well. That's probably smoother than it usually yeah, is. But yeah, it's smoother than it usually is. But okay, cool. But I was like, okay, all right. So hang up, wait for the call to get, you know, to say, hey, your prescription's ready. It's an automated thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I completely forget about it. And at 5.30 p.m., I think, oh, no, they never called us for the prescription. So I call the, the Walgreens and the lady is nowhere to be found, the I think he was the manager, gets on the phone and says, oh, there's no prescription here for that. Not even, the doctor didn't even send it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Who knows? Who knows what actually happened? I don't know. She didn't send it, but next month's I do not know what this lady was talking about then when she said that they could fill it. Right. I was very, very frustrated. (laughs) That's an understatement, guys. (laughs) I'm just saying, So she, if the lady would have said in the morning, no, we cannot fill that prescription, I would have then hung up and proceeded to call the doctor and get it filled and not a big deal, would not have, plus it was on a Friday, a Friday. So we have to go the entire weekend without the medication. And then she was like anger eating. And if you thought normal oh eating goodness. was loud, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has seen friends, I'm doing the two fists together. <laughs> so good, good hate. So you just want to do love and hate so you can just rant about Walgreens, eh? No, I just like the. Okay. Before I was actually on the podcast. It's okay. Okay. It's okay, Bess. I just really like the love and hate section. Okay. Cool. Never mind. <laughs> Do you have a love this week? No. Do you? See, you didn't even have one. You just wanted to do it for hate. Okay, let's end this so we can I can get this edited quickly because we're at 40 minutes already. Okay. Okay. You're my love. Oh, <laughs> okay. Quality um, time. <laughs> There's been a lot of it. That's why I've been playing a lot of VR. No, I'm oh, my goodness. Oh, you know what my love is? What's that? My dad built me a extremely fancy cutting table for my sewing room. Custom built. And so that is my love. My And I organized my sewing room. I took out. She did. Oh, my word. Tons of stuff and threw it away. It was like a whirlwind that came through hair. We need to take the trash out tonight. Yes, we do. But it was like a whirlwind. Yes, it was. Yeah. And it was a long process, but I'm so glad it's over now. And now I can just sew whenever I want. Hey. So organized and clean, and I love it. So organized. So, see what I did there? So organized. Okay. Okay. That's what we call sewing puns. (laughs) They're a little little silly in the sewing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, We're scrappy. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) All right. I think your love would be Tabletop Simulator. Sure. Yeah. No, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remakes. Uh, remake. Remix? Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out this next week. Yeah. We've all been waiting like three years for this That thing. can be your love next week. Okay. 
Yeah, it comes out Friday. Comes out Friday. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was that was a lot of games we talked about. Hopefully, uh, you guys enjoyed it. Uh, probably next week, still short. Probably sweet segments. Flying by the seat of our pants. Yep. Um, till maybe we get some kind of level of normalcy because I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. Sometimes I wonder if it will ever be normal again. Probably not. The depression's hitting, guys. <laughs> I'm just glad it's gonna get warm up. We, we got from the okay, this is this is interesting to okay, anxiety to this sucks. <laughs> that's that's what this level week. of quarantine are you at? That's our mood this week. Is this <laughs> yeah. sucks. What's next week gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Life altering, maybe. We we'll will see. see. We'll see. All right. Well, hopefully everybody's saying safe and yes. sane. Sane being and the keyword. Well. Yep. Stay safe. Be uh, be smart out there. Be healthy. Um. Enjoy playing games. Have fun gaming. Yeah. Take With advantage of it. Extra time at home. Do what you can. Got to got to keep just doing that kind of stuff. Do what you can going. with what you have. Because if if you don't make it a point to be you know playing board games or any other things with your hobby i think it's really easy just to slip into being on social media or watching the news or just watching tv or Or binging on a show playing some stupid (laughs) game on your phone or something watching some stupid show yeah exactly and so i think maybe you know once in a while night of that's not bad just to kind of just chillax but Mm -hmm. it's really easy to fall into that especially when you can't go outside a whole lot or go places Mm -hmm. or do things you have kids and you're just stressed out and tired at night and um it, sometimes it feels like a chore to try to play games, it but does. I think it's really important because um, a lot of times once you get going, get relaxed, and you just enjoy it, and then uh, when you get done, you just it's you just feel better. So mm-hmm. highly suggest it. Try to make a point of it. Uh, keep up on your gaming yeah. goals. If you don't have any gaming goals, maybe it's a good time right. to start. Someone start was one talking out. to me about our relationship, like gaming goal episode this week, and it made me think about it again, like why you set goals for games, and so yeah, just make a goal this week to do something play it maybe play two to three games or get out some walk go for a walk every day do cool. your hobby two nights a week play a video week. game or something play a video Whatever. game uh, read a book make dessert with your kids make some cotton candy just hypothetical here <laughs> totally that should be your thing. other love your <laughs> cotton candy maker <laughs> I do have a cotton He candy. does have one. I should have taken a picture. I. <laughs> it's a chore to make, but man. It's a labor of love. It is. When you come back to, when being done, I have a plateful stacked high of cotton candy, and you can sit there and watch Battlestar Galactica. That's the dream right there, yeah, guys. Yeah, there you go. Last night when you were living your best life. I don't like cotton candy, but I just say more power to you, then I won't eat yours. <laughs> true story yes uh all right uh well we'll we'll we thank you for listening guys yes hope everybody's having a great week we will be back next week with episode 49 but uh in the meantime for the games we play i'm your host brian and i'm emily and keep on gaming join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter at games we play pod and at games we play pod at gmail.com